Hello there and welcome to Empowered Business Woo Woo. Hey, I'm Michelle, I'm an energy maverick, empowered woman, animal lover and business badass here to change things up because you are your business and energy is what matters most. If you keep doing the same old boring business things that are meant for other people, not purpose-led women like you, you're going to get the same old boring results. It's time to up-level, it's time to get that vision that you know can be yours. I just can't wait to inspire you. On this podcast, you're going to find lots of shenanigans, lots of tips and I'm going to keep it really Really short and powerful for you. I would love to have your feedback. You can email me at any time, info at empowermentempires.com. Have fun listening and remember, together we shall rise. Hey, welcome everyone. I've got Michelle Sala Tucker with me and she has written Exit Rich, a fantastic book. Who doesn't want to exit rich, right? But it's a book about thinking about growing your business from the beginning. She is a super smart woman and she's here to talk to you today about the things that you need to be aware of and of course tell you where you can get her amazing book, Exit Rich. Hey Michelle, welcome. Hey Michelle, <laughs> good to be here. Tell me, what made you write the book? I know you've been in business for a long time, but why the book now? I've been in business a little over 20 years. Uh, my company has sold over a thousand businesses. And I wrote my very first book in 2013 called Sell Your Business for More Than It's Worth. And when I did the research back then, I learned that in America, I'm not sure about, about um, New Zealand, but in America, it used to be that 95% of all startups would go out of business. So the startups within one to five years are at great risk for going out of business. But then I started noticing throughout my career over the last several years that more and more established businesses were dropping like flies. So I did the research for my upcoming book, Exit Rich, that I wrote in 2019 and 2020, and realized that the business landscape in America has changed dramatically. So now it's only 30% of startups will go out of business. It's actually flip-flopped. But out of 27.6 million companies, those businesses have been in business for over 10 years, 70% of those businesses will go out of business, 70%. So you, in America, you hear about the big box companies all the time, like Toys R Us in business, 75 years goes out of business. Kmart, Steinmart, Pier 1, you know, Disney stores are going out of business. GNC is closing down 900 locations. Godiva Chocolates closed down 1,500 locations, but they're not talking about the private companies. They only talk about the public companies. So these business owners are exiting poor, not rich. They're selling for pennies on a dollar, closing their business, or even worse, filing bankruptcy. So that's why I wrote Exit Rich to really educate business owners and educate entrepreneurs that it doesn't have to be this way. You don't have to go out of business. The number one reason why these businesses are going out of business is because business owners stop doing what I call AIM, AIM, A-I-M. You always need to innovate and market, always innovate and market. And a lot of businesses have been in business 10, 15, 20 years. They want to continue to do things the way they've always done. Well, you can't do that because consumers change their, their buying habits. Right. And whoever makes it easiest for consumers to purchase products and services is a company that's going to win. Amazon winning because they make it so easy to purchase products and have it delivered to your house within two days anywhere around the world. So that's why I wrote Exit Rich. It's not just about, just about selling your business. It's about building a sustainable business that you can scale. And when you're ready, you can sell for your desired price tag. That's right. That's right. Evolve or die, right? 
What's that? Evolve or die. You need yeah, to. Yeah, that's what I always say. Grow or die. You're either growing or dying. There's really no in between, right? <laughs> and what what goes up must come down. So you got to continue to innovate. You got to continue to market. Market. You got to continue to pivot. Yeah. And and where do you think people go wrong with that? So they come up with a great business idea and they're a startup and they're all passionate about it. And then they find something that works after a couple of years of struggle, they find something that works and they think they've hit the gold, right? And so that's what they do. They stick along with that and they, they, they Yeah, they're sticking, they're sticking to their original concept, like blockbuster video. You know, Blockbuster saw Netflix, they saw the writing on the wall, they had the opportunity to purchase Netflix. They sat back and they did nothing. They never innovated and they ended up out of business. Same thing with Toys R Us. Tell me one new thing that Toys R Us did in 75 years. They did really nothing to innovate. So consumers' habits change. If you're going to stay in business, you have to really interview your clients and ask them, what do you need? What do you want? What's your problem? What solution? How can I make your life easier? How can I make it easier for you to do business with us? The company that asks those questions is a company that's going to win. And, what and business owners about? stop asking the questions. Why do you think they stop asking for feedback from customers? Is it because they think that they've nailed it or is it because they're afraid of the answer? I think they just become complacent. I think they become complacent. They're busy working in their business and not on their business. They're not paying attention to the trends. They're not paying attention to who's innovating. They're not paying attention to the signs. I mean, Amazon kind of came from nowhere, remember? Amazon was a bookseller fulfilling book orders. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, bam, there's this worldwide conglomerate, you know, fulfilling products around the world for everybody. So yeah, as a business owner, you, you got you to pay attention. You got to look at, the signs, not just in your own industry, but you got to look at what companies are doing around you and learn from them. And you got to look at, you know, what are the problems that exist? Here's the bottom line. If you don't keep solving problems, you won't stay in business. If you don't become a, 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 a solution provider, you won't stay in business. Mm. So Amazon is a solution provider. That's right. And, and it's not just once a year that Amazon sits down and looks at what they're doing, right? Like it's constant innovation. Like It's, it's constant it's innovation. Weekly, and, and then monthly and then quarterly. You have cycles that you need to go through yeah. to review and improve continuously. And Apple is the same way. Apple is the same way. When Steve Jobs came back, Apple was almost out of business. Steve Jobs came in and said, look, what business are we in? What did we do really, really well? What business should we be in? And Steve Jobs continued to innovate, innovate, innovate. He came up with products that we looked at. And I remember the first time I saw the iPad, I'm like, oh my God, I would never use an iPad. That's so stupid. Why would you use an iPad and not a laptop? And now I have like 12 in my business. <laughs> you know, you go to a doctor's office and they don't have iPads. You go to a car dealership and they have iPads, you know, everybody uses iPads. So you got to be preeminent. I mean, Steve Jobs is like, we go create the demand. You know, sometimes you just got to create the demand. You got to create it before the consumer actually knows they need it mm. and want it. And right? what about if a business owner is not, an, like there's a particular type of person that can come up with ideas and it's visionary, right? And if you're not a visionary in your business, you can get support from a visionary, right? It doesn't have to come from Exactly, your exactly. Now, most entrepreneurs are visionaries. A lot of entrepreneurs are visionaries. The problem with entrepreneurs is they get stuck working in their business. They get stuck in a day-to-day -day task of their business. They get stuck putting out fires. They get stuck dealing with problems, you know? So when you're stuck, it's hard to 
visualize and think of what you should be doing on your business from a 20 foot perspective, because you're in the middle of it. Business owners got to stop working in their business and work on their business so they can continue to come up with these extraordinary visions that they're capable of doing. If you're not a visionary, then you're right. You can align with somebody who is. Yeah. And you have to take the time to do that. If you don't create the space to work on your business, it's not just going to magically, you know, your calendar's just not going to magically dissolve and there's going to be time for you to do it. You need to create the space. Well, you got to create the space and, and you really got to, you know, always tell my business owners, keep a diary, <laughs> keep a diary of a week, two weeks, a month and figure out what you do, you know, write down everything you do from the moment you get up to the moment you go to bed, even if that's brush your teeth. And then once you do that, then put them into three buckets, bucket A, bucket B, bucket C. Bucket A are those tasks that only you can do. These are your core competencies that you can't delegate. For me, it's writing my books. I tried ghostwriters, they're terrible. I would never hire a ghostwriter again. Only I can write my books. Nobody else can write my books because the content is in my head. You know, me doing these podcasts, probably only I can do these podcasts. So bucket A are those, those core competencies that only you, the leader, can do. Buckets, bucket B are those core competencies that I'm really, really good at. Like I'm great at evaluations. I'm great at negotiations. I'm great at, you know, so many things. But I have a whole team of analysts that can do that. Those are things that you can do, but you really should delegate. And then bucket C are those energy sappers, things that you should never do, like do your own grocery shopping, <laughs> in your office, you know, run your errands. You know, you got to figure out what you get paid per hour. And yeah. then if, if your time is worth, you know, hundred bucks an hour, then hire somebody for $15 an hour to do those things in bucket C. But at the end of the day, you know, we talk about the six P's and building the right infrastructure in my book, Exit Rich, people is number one. Too many entrepreneurs are trying to do everything. You will never grow unless you let go of the control. Entrepreneurs must focus on their strengths, hire their weaknesses, put the right people in the right seats and ask the who question. Who opens the door? Who handles accounting, marketing, legal, manufacturing, logistics? The clue here, Michelle, is you should never be next to the who because you want to build the business to run without you. Exactly. And bucket A is where the magic is. Like it's your magic, right? No one can replace Bucket A is where the magic happens because that's where you come up with all these brilliant ideas. And you can't do that. You also need an integrator. So you, the visionary is, you know, the entrepreneur, the CEO, you need an integrator because think about it. Entrepreneurs can come up with so many ideas but guess what? They're just ideas until somebody integrates them, until somebody implements them. So you need an integrator who takes that vision from the entrepreneur and gets it into the teams and gets it integrated. Yeah. And people get scared about hiring a big team, but I mean, you can start with contractors, you know, if you haven't got enough money to, to hire full-time people, then start with contractors, but start. You can start with contractors. You can also start with interns. There's yeah. colleges all around, all around us. And you know what? Students learn theory. They don't learn tactical. You learn by doing. And there's so many colleges where students can't even graduate unless they have an internship. So you can, you know, I have five colleges around me. We have a waiting list of interns. So go to your college, go to your local community college and get on their list, you know, and start advertising for interns. Here's the bottom line. If you don't have an assistant, you are the assistant. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Now, let's talk a little bit about your book. What was your, what's your favorite chapter in there? 
Oh my gosh. It's like saying what, what child is your favorite? (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's very difficult because it's, it's very hard for me to say what chapter is my favorite because the first half of the book, well, the first, you know, couple of chapters are all about mindset and all about when you should sell your business and how to determine the right time for you. And there's different exercises to take in that book to really get clear on psychology and really get clear on what you want to do, what you don't want to do, what your beginning strategy is going to be. Because unless you plan your beginning strategy, you never follow through on your exit strategy. And then it's also a chapter dedicated to the STGPS exit, how to plan your exit from day one of buying or starting your business. Like Stephen Covey says, start with the end in mind, you know? And, um, and then there are six chapters dedicated to each P in the ST6Ps. And those are very important because that is the solid foundation. That's the infrastructure of your business. Those are the synergies that buyers are willing to pay top dollar for. Right. And And then the second half is about valuations and packaging and negotiations and five types of buyers and getting to the closing table. And, um, and obviously you've bought and improved and sold many businesses of your own and helped thousands of other people do that as well. And is there any particular type of business that you, that you enjoy buying the most? And enjoy buying the most or partnering with the most? Um, yeah, partnering. You know, really buying for me, it has to be a niche. <clears throat> You're not going to see me buy a restaurant or anything like that. It has to be a niche. Same thing with partnering with a business owner. I'm not going to partner in a restaurant. I'm not going to partner in a, in a retail store. It's going to be something that is very niche. Um, and the reason for that is because I just feel like, you know, so much competition in restaurants, so much competition in this, so much competition in that. I like niche businesses. As far as selling, we're industry agnostic. Um, so we've sold pretty much every business in every industry you can imagine. Uh, we are more EBITDA specific. So I, I focus on EBITDA of a million and up. Um, but I do have a whole team of transaction facilitators that sell smaller businesses under a million. And where to next for you? Like Exit Rich sounds amazing. Where to next? What's that? Where to next? Exit Rich. Oh, where to next? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's so funny because um, I don't know how I top Exit Rich, but I remember, you know, with my publisher and they had a, a whole um, naming team trying to come up with a name and they came up with like exit on top and exit this and exit that. And I'm like, those are terrible titles. And they're like, well, what do you like? I said, well, I like exit rich. And I'm like, oh, that's perfect. Let's go with that one. <laughs> but it took us a while to actually come up with that name, um, exit rich. But what's next? I probably have about five, six, seven more books in me. Right. And do yeah. you have something special that you like to go and write? I write at my house. I write at my house upstairs in my home office. Um, You know, I was just on a podcast earlier and he asked me about, you know, how do you write your book? And um, for me, it's, it's actually, it's not easy, but it is easy. Meaning that I don't take years to write a book. I take six weeks and I always write during a specific time. So I start writing like right around Thanksgiving and I write all through, all through December. And I usually finish around the first or second week of January. Right. So you can come back out when the weather's a little bit better. Well, I, the reason <laughs> I picked that time frame, and because everybody's like, oh my God, you're writing during the holidays. That's crazy. The reason I picked that time frame is because 
we're usually slower in business during that time of year. And I just, I'll get up at 4.30 a.m. and work every day, five, six days a week. I'm right till five, six o'clock at night, taking a few breaks in between. And I picked that time frame because it's really the slowest and it works for me. You know, um, I know a specific time and when I need to start and when I'm going to be done. If I tried to write a book for a couple of years, it would drive me crazy because there's no end in sight. Exactly. I need an end. <laughs> I need to see the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Okay. And do you have any, any parting wisdom? Like if, there, if there's one thing that you want our listeners to know, what is it? Um, I'm really passionate about, did you ask me about passion or about wisdom? Wisdom. Oh, wisdom. Okay. Wisdom. Um, I think it's wise. You know, a lot of entrepreneurs think it's lonely and it could be. But I think it's wise to always support yourself. You look, you are who you hang out with. Want to be rich? Hang out with rich people. Want to be successful? Hang out with successful people. You want to be a really successful entrepreneur? Go pick a mentor. Find somebody who's been down the road you want to travel because your path will become much shorter because they've already made the mistakes. Learn from other people's mistakes. Entrepreneurs love helping other entrepreneurs. The more successful entrepreneurs are, the more they love to give back in their time and their money. And they love to help other entrepreneurs become successful. So it doesn't have entrepreneurship doesn't have to be lonely. Team up, you know, join some networks and find a mentor who will shorten your learning curve dramatically. Yeah. And since you talked about passion, let's let's see what comes out there. Oh, my passion, my passion. Well, I have a, a daughter that I'm extremely passionate about who's 10 and she's more complicated than any transaction I've ever done. <laughs> but um, my true passion in business is just really business. You know, I'm like a kid in a candy store. I would get so excited to hear how someone started a multi-million dollar, multi-billion dollar corporation out of their pickup truck selling one product at a time to a retail store. You know, or somebody started a multi-million dollar skincare on their kitchen table and they have an eighth grade education. So entrepreneurship is my passion. I love helping business owners. You know, it's my passion to save one business at a time for going out of business in the United States and help business owners really sell for their desired sales price so they can exit rich. That's great. And is your 10-year-old daughter set to be an entrepreneur, do you think? Can you tell already? You know, um, I think she is because she's like me. She doesn't like to be told what to do. <laughs> yep. And I knew at six years old, I was going to be an entrepreneur and be my own boss because my biggest pet peeve is people telling me what to do. Yeah. My husband still tries to tell me what to do. And I'm like, have you not learned 25 years later that that doesn't work? <laughs> Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> you know? So I think so, because like I said, she... She, she marches to the beat of her own drum. She's not a follower. She is a thousand percent a leader and she is very lovable. Everybody loves following her. And so that's what an entrepreneur really is, right? A leader. Exactly. Fantastic. It's been so great to talk to you, Michelle. So much wisdom, so much advice. Um, and where can we buy your book, Exit Rich? All right. So Exit Rich comes out June 22nd. We're so excited. But you don't have to wait till June 22nd. You can go to exitrichbook.com and at exitrichbook.com for $24.79, which is less than Amazon, we will email you the digital download immediately. 
So you can start reading Excel Rich today. For anyone inside the United States, we will ship the hardcover to your doorstep for no additional cost. Anyone outside in the United States, like New Zealand, <laughs> there's additional shipping costs for that, unfortunately. And then we will give you a lifetime membership into the Exit Rich Book Club, where there's video content and me taking listeners into deep dives of different strategies and techniques that I've been teaching in the trenches for the last 20 years to business owners, plus documents, documents to operate your business, documents to sell your business. So we have sample training manuals, sample uh, policy and procedures, employee handbooks, employee non-competes. To sell your business, we have sample letter of intents, purchase agreements, closing docs, due diligence checklist. All these documents are there for your review and your download. These documents will cost you thousands upon thousands of dollars if you want to an attorney to recreate. Plus, we're giving a 30-day free membership into Club CEOs. And Club CEOs is an entrepreneur mastermind that I founded to really help business owners. We do Q&As, hot seats, to help business owners ask those transformational questions so they can pivot so that they can build a sustainable, scalable, when they're ready, sellable business. All for $24.79 at ExitRichBook.com. That sounds amazing. Those documents will be priceless. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you so much for your time. Um, and I'm sure that plenty of our listeners will be buying that book. Thank you very much. Thanks so much for listening. It's been my absolute pleasure to up-level your energy today and to help you to rise. Remember, I would love to hear some feedback from you. You can connect to me at any time by emailing info at empowermentempires.com. Have a wonderful day forward and remember, together we shall rise.